Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening, everybody? And wow, what an what what an interesting start to the day. Connection gets lost right right when we're starting. Just uh, just man, it took about it took about eight minutes to get back online. But I want to welcome you to today's episode, which is principle of sewing for employees and business owners. And there's going to be two. There's going to be a couple of scriptures that employees can use and then scriptures that business owners can use. I'm going to read these scriptures written by the greatest man or greatest, uh, the wisest man who's, who's ever lived and who's written to tell of all these truths. And you know who that is. That's Solomon. And so Solomon is the greatest. Um, well, the wisest king. Yeah, I won't call him the greatest king because because there's the king of kings. Um, so Solomon is the wisest king who has lived in um, in our time. And so we're going to read from Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes um, chapter 11. And we're going to just look at this, a few passages that I believe can help people. So let me just kind of set this up for you. Uh, recently was in a conversation with someone just happened to be an employee and, you know, they, they have a dream. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a dream or do you, do you have something in your heart? Do you, are you, do you see a vision, a bigger vision of yourself doing something different or um, experiencing something that you know you really, really, really should be experiencing? And so as you picture, as you picture this with me, it could be, you know, man, I'd love to be able to uh, take care of my parents and I'd love to be able to use my time to go out and really help people. Um, man, if I could, if I could start a business, but not that I'm a most people aren't necessarily business people before they start businesses. But man, you know what? I think there's I think there's something out there for me to accomplish when it comes to business. Um, just think of think of think of a big vision, uh, something that you'd like to get done. And so I'm on the phone with someone and just kind of talking through some things that that they want. And there's an opportunity available. Right. So opportunities, opportunities. Um, if you didn't catch day, if you didn't catch Monday's podcast, Monday's podcast, I talked about freedom. Why did I talk about freedom? It was Juneteenth. So a lot of people were celebrating freedom. Um, but I talked about freedom in such a way that um, maybe maybe it would stir up something inside of you. It stirred up something in me because, look, like you've heard before, freedom is not free. There's no free in freedom. So if there's no there's no free except in the word. So somebody has to pay for something. Somebody's going to have to give something. And so when we're talking about sowing, right, and we're talking about something that we would like to accomplish in our life, one of the first things that come to mind is change, like just change. I'm going to probably have to change something. And I'm on the phone with 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 someone that I know when we're talking about their change you know, what they want, you know, and where they would like to go. Now, look, at the end of the day, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, right? 
It wasn't me giving, um, giving what I want. It was me listening um, for what they want. And so here it was. Moment of truth comes. And it's not, it wasn't just about the money. It was the big T. You know what the big T is? The big T is time. 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 How much am I willing to pay in time? All right. And I wasn't sure if she was willing to pay in time. So I did what any noble person would do. I said, you know what? Let's take back. Let's take back my offer because the offer doesn't matter, right? Because you first have to be willing to pay. And I don't want your money. You have to pay first. What do they have to pay? They have to pay with time. So let's go and look at Ecclesiastes chapter 11. I'm going to share that with you just so you can see it with me. And I'm going to read it. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 11. And we're going to start at the top. Verse number one. Yeah, bigger. And what does it say? It says, cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. What is this saying? For business owners. It's saying that you, listen, You've got to take what you have, right? And you've got to ship it across. Now, now in the NIV, it says something a little bit different. It talks about shipping, shipping your product, shipping your thing across, across the waters, across, you know, you know, if you've got a book, you want to ship it. You want to get it out there. If you've got a product or a service, you want to get it out there. You've got to get it out because what's what what could come of that product or service? What could come of it is going to come as a result of you getting it out. Then it says, look, you may need multiple forms of multiple streams of income. <laughs> That's what people get. Oh, maybe you should have seven streams of income. Maybe, And it also says maybe even eight. Now, here's the thing. If you're starting out, you got to first have one. So you first cast what you have. But then once that's going and you things are coming back after many days, then you then you say, you know what, maybe there's other things that I could get involved with that could potentially help me, right? That could help me to be able to grow this thing that I have for as a business owner. That's, that's for business people. Now, let's look at what it says. What does it say for employees? Verse number six, in the morning, sow thy seed. And in the evening, withhold not thy withhold not thine hand, for thou knowest. I'm sorry, this is a tongue twister. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. All right, I'm going to break that down. Okay, so a lot of times, if you're an employee, you got to go to work. You're going to spend all your day working, and so it's saying, okay, go to work, do your thing, sow your seed. In the morning, but in the evening, it says in the evening, you should be working on your other thing. This, this is what it's saying. You should be working on your other thing because you don't really know where your prosperity is going to come. Don't assume that your prosperity is going to come in the morning. 
Assume that when you're doing both things, you give yourself an opportunity to prosper at a much higher level. Now, that's why a lot of people start businesses, you know, home-based businesses, and they use their evenings to do this. <clears throat> this is this is exactly where I found um, the individual I was speaking to yesterday. I found her. She's an employee. She's she's sowing all her seeds all day in the morning, and she, and and in the evening. To see, like she's empty and she doesn't have anything else. And, you know, she's trying to figure out why things are so hard because, because right now that one, you, she's prosperous. Why? Because, because there's, there's seeds coming back. There's, there's, there's reaping of a paycheck. Yep. That paycheck is coming back and that paycheck is helping her to, to look, the paycheck is, is, is getting her through what, what she has to get through. But what about the evening time? What do we do with the rest of the time? If, you know, if maybe, you know, you know, you got to work and then you got to do things. And then next thing you know, you, you know, you got from nine o'clock to 12 o'clock. Hmm. What should we do with that time? Oh, should I just watch my shows? And should I just watch and just kind of relax, get me some me time? Well, let's ask this. Well, how prosperous would you like to be? Right? Because at the end, you're going to want to, you're going to make, you're going to make sure that and I want to make sure that I'm prosperous in a way that I like. So I don't know which one is going to be the best. But what if I take my time? Maybe if I only got two hours a night and I invest that time. See, time is more valuable than money. Time is. That's why. That's Listen, time is more valuable than money. Now, here's the thing. We, 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 will, we will look at our time in a much more critical way. A lot of times, then, then, especially when it comes to, wait a second, that's me time. When we got me time, oh, I don't want to give that up. Oh, but I'll give up all of my time during the day with something that's not fulfilling my life. So we're sowing seeds and those seeds aren't growing. Those seeds aren't coming back. So for employees, I would say to just kind of take this to heart. Wow. Solomon saying, so much seed in the morning. Yep, so you see in the morning. You're going to have to go. You're going to work. But in the evening, that's when you develop. That's when you're going to develop that the thing that's really potentially really put you in another place where then you can get all your time back. Listen, freedom is not free. Freedom isn't free. Freedom costs time, not money. Freedom costs time. And who's willing Who's willing, I'm going to stop sharing real quick. Who's willing, stop, there we go. <laughs> Who's willing to give, to give time for their freedom? Anybody here willing to give time? Like, oh, it doesn't cost you any money to be free. No, no, no. Get that out of your mind because a lot of times many, many of you are like, oh, Jay, I don't, I don't have $10,000 to go pay the coach. I don't have $20,000 to go pay for the program. But, you know, but a lot of times we'll go get a loan for school. And, oh, man, if I, but and it's going to be four years. I got to go to school for four years. It's going to cost me $200,000 in order to do that. Many people, people are doing that every day, every day in hopes that after four years, they can get a, 50, 60, 70,000 dollars job, maybe six figures when most people never make six figures, that's documented. Factual. 
Most people never make six figures in their on their job, and we're spending. We will spend all this money to go to school, right? We'll spend all the money. We'll get the degrees. We'll get the certification. We'll get the advanced degrees. We'll get the super advanced degrees, and now we're just like, okay, now let's get out there. Okay, now I'm now I'm a half a million in debt, or maybe just a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt, so that I could then sow my seed. This is why many people are frustrated because we're so we're paying so much, right? We oh, I gotta put four years in. Then they said, well, you may need a master's degree. Then I put another two or three years in. Then you got four to seven years that you've put in time. You ain't getting those years back. And then you have to put all this money up, right? And then you go, and then a lot of times I just I think I knew this, but I heard an educator just say this over the weekend. It says most people who get a degree. Don't land in the field that they have a degree in. What? Most people who get a degree don't land in the field that they have a degree in. So they, I'm not saying they're going to wait. I'm not saying that they wasted all that time because maybe sometimes those degrees, those degrees may be helping them in that field. But most people, most people gets the, are getting degrees and they're not in the field of their chosen degree. So what are we talking about today? The principle of sewing for employees. So you see in the morning, but in the evening, work on your thing in the evening. Business owners, what do you do? You got to you got to get something that's good. A business owner needs one thing that's good so he can get it out. He or she can get it out in the world. That's what uh, Ecclesiastes 11, 1 and 2 is saying, get it out in the world. When that thing is going and it's producing, that's when you diversify. That's when you create more streams of income, but not before. So a lot of business owners tend to tend to get something going and then try and diversify while they still trying to get the one thing going and it never gets going. So business owners, one thing, get it going. Where should you should you should? I've heard one story, and I'm gonna leave this story. I'm gonna share this story, and I'm gonna get out of here. Heard one story about um, a very successful man. You know, one of his goals was to create streams of income where he would create really good streams of income up to about a hundred thousand dollars that that would come in on autopilot. Okay, he wanted to get ten streams of income that made him ten thousand dollars a month on autopilot and he did it right and he documented it he talked about it in a book um what's the book it's called the trash man to the cash man <laughs> that's written by dr myron golden so that was his first book and what that was his strategy get 10 streams of income but he, but in order to get 10 streams you had to have a good stream first so he would get a good stream it was going, it's producing, it's producing, it's producing. He makes the hundred, then he goes back. Then he, once he sees that it's going, then he goes back and create another stream. So business owners, get your stream going before you start a new stream. Employees, all right, you're going to spend all your time, the eight hours at work, but in the evening time, that's where you get to develop your thing. So that's how you sell as employees and business owners. Go read uh, Ecclesiastes 11. Uh, it's a really good chapter all the way through. Ecclesiastes. I mean, the whole book of Ecclesiastes is good, um, but check out Ecclesiastes 11 and chapter 12. I think there's a lot to be learned because what does Solomon say at the end? Everything, everything is meaningless unless we 
the, I mean, the conclusion of it all was to fear God and keep his commandments. So at the end of the day, we can do all this sowing, we can make all this money, but if we don't fear God and keep his commandments, it's all for nothing. So guys, I appreciate you for joining me with this episode of the Account for Life podcast. I'm Jay Moore, the Healthy Accountant, helping you to account for your life. God bless, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.